Hello everyone and welcome to Well Played Podcast, a podcast all about playful learning. Together we explore games, game mechanics, and learning through play. With me I have Jacob Watkin, Twitter handle Mr. Watkin. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hello, uh, my name's Jacob. It's nice to be here. Um, I'm a second grade teacher from Ohio. I teach in Lorraine, Ohio. And I'm a first-year teacher. I think we'll talk a little bit more about that. But just started this year and uh, got into your book last year. So I am uh, starting out with gamification. Awesome. So Jacob and I today are going to be discussing gamification as that first-year teacher. And I know a lot of the people that listen to the show are kind of all over the board. Some of you guys are new or newish and then some of you are old like myself. So <laughs> seasoned. Seasoned. I like that. Yes, I like that's that. the word. <laughs> so, uh, Jacob, we all have been there. Anybody that's teach, anybody that has taught, had to have a first year. So, we've we've yes. all we've all been there. Um, let's uh, let's dive right into, I guess, last year. So you said you read my book last year, but you weren't. You weren't teaching or that? Or... No, no, I wasn't. Well, I, I obviously, I did my student teaching last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did my, um, my, like my field placements the year before. Uh, and they were both at the school that I'm in now. So that's really convenient. Uh, but I did a little bit of gamification in my student teaching. I was in first grade then. Uh, and I tried to start it. I'd heard of all of this. So I, I did it uh, more as like a behavior incentive. So they they got badges if they did something good. It was just very simple. It was uh, mine. What did I call it? It was Minecraft, but it was like oh, Classcraft was the the title. Yes. And so they got badges. They hung on a necklace, and then if they got three of them, we pinned them to the ceiling, and uh, they could trade it in for like a little token that we. It was. It was like a little block, and then we could put it on the wall, and we built something. But it wasn't too in-depth because I was still struggling with – not struggling. I was learning about what just teaching is and sure. how to keep them in their seats and things like that with five- and six-year-olds. So uh, then this year, I figured when I got the job, um, I, I figured it's going to be new and challenging for me anyway I teach – um, I could teach the old fashioned way and it's still going to be new and challenging for me. So why not try something, uh, new that's out there that's getting a lot of excitement and, and the kids loved it when I did it last year. So a lot of them coming up, I, I have three or four kids that were in my student teaching actually. Sure. Um, and so they were telling everybody, Oh, it's the Pokemon teacher. It's a, nice. <laughs> he did Mario. So <laughs> Well, I, I kind of had to. <laughs> I like it. I really like your attitude of, you know, either way. So here you are at this critical moment, you know, like you're going to really shape sort of how you view teaching and what your classroom's like. And from wherever you start, that's where you're going to grow. So I just think that's really cool that you tackled, you know, I'm sure many new things, but one of which was gamification. Right. Yeah. A lot of people are telling me, you know, this is the first year you're not going to know everything. You really need to uh, be careful how much you take on. And I, I understand where they're coming from. 
But at the same time, like I said, I I really do think whatever workload I take on is more than I was doing before. So why not just get used to it? And I'm like you and a lot of the people who've been on the show. I have to do it all at once. Um, yeah, there, there seems to be a common thread. Again, you don't have two <laughs> people out there, but it, it no. is. No, well, is. and I didn't either. When I started in, in student teaching, I understand start slow, whatever you need to. But this year I just started fresh. I, I went all in. I went all in. I love it. So as a, as a first year teacher, you know, like you said, you got all these various things going on. Um, I'm going to ask the the big question of time. Uh, gamification does require a level of time. If I was to spin it and try to put it in the positive, I think gamification requires intentionality. That is what I like. To talk. <laughs> That's what I like to say. That's yeah. But to become it's all about how you say it, right? But because to to have that intentionality requires time. So, how are you feeling with the sort of time aspect of gamification? Well, there's two two parts to that. There's the time in the classroom and then out of the classroom. So, the time out of the classroom to plan it all and like keep track of points and badges and and make that stuff. I actually really enjoy that. Um, and I messaged you. I, I was up till like two or three last night <laughs> making uh, our next level that we're going into and, you know, making the new badges and things like that. So I really enjoy that. I, I'm a creative person. So that's kind of an outlet. Um, and even just the points and like getting organized there, it just, I don't know, it's soothing. But the uh, maybe I'm weird. The in the classroom, it's kind of challenging to fit in because I am still learning just the normal um, schedule of a day. So to fit in time for the game parts, you know, the the fully game parts, and then, you know, just getting everything in. Our school actually adopted two new curriculums this year. Um, both of them are very planning intensive. So uh it's a challenge, but I, I'm I'm getting there, I guess. No, I mean I think that's really, really a great response and one that makes me sort of think about uh, just I just love your response about how the game is is a joy for you to sort of create and it's a creative outlet. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is something that I have fallen into myself with gamification is just the level of creativity I get to apply because. It is endless. I mean, you can totally. I mean, you could just create so much. Could be from a website to just a cool lesson to a mini game to a badge yeah. to an item to the graphics for all that if you wanted to. Um, oh yeah. So well, and that's what kids. Uh, not kids. Everybody keeps telling me they're like these are seven-year-olds. They're you know they're just kids. You don't have to make it so elaborate. I'm like no no no. I do. It has to be all the way. Uh, you know, that's I the mark of a great teacher, right? You want, <laughs> you want to bring your best self to that Absolutely. classroom, whether it's yeah. kindergarten or AP physics. Yeah. Yeah. That's room. what I'm finding too. I mean, uh, you go ahead. No, no, no. What are you finding? What are you uh, finding? There, there's a lot of um, older uh, gamification, like, like older grades. And I'm trying to connect with the younger um, community. So if anybody out there is kindergarten through third or fourth definitely follow me hit me up on twitter because uh it's it's different it is different your your kids are probably able to do a lot more with it um and get 
I don't know, be a little more controlled. Whenever I do something fun, it's like trying to get him back into really focusing, you know? Well, there's moments where in my classroom it's like trying to herd butterflies. It's not, yes. uh, it's That's not so good. easy. I like that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes I, I'm okay with that, though. You know, like so much of our school is regimented. Right, and, exactly. And so much of my day is still regimented. There's plenty of times they have to be pretty quiet and pretty on point in my class. Yeah. Uh, so I like that, that, you know, there's these these moments of personality. Um, yeah, and they, it, being excited is a big part of what gamification is about. And uh, I am absolutely excited that you are a second grade teacher in doing this. Um, yes. Gamification truly does work. It always looks different. It, gamification is always going to look different no matter what because it's a different game designer. But mm-hmm. it will it will also look different at different grade levels. Um, so yeah, maybe my game has some more elaborate components to it, some mechanics that are a little harder, combos that are a little harder to understand. Um, but I mean, truly a game can be as simple as really some of the themes that my my daughter experienced when she was in kindergarten and preschool, you know, like we call it JKSK, you know, um when when she was in all those things and each classroom kind of had like a theme for the year you know like one room was dinosaurs another one was oh that's like cool roller coasters even that itself just the old kindergarten theming out of your classroom totally is gamification yeah. right and then you can <clears throat> take it to that next level and even add those those mechanics yeah well that's one of my favorite parts um is the room transformations and i did theater in high school and throughout so I really set the stage. Like I have so many lights in my room. Lighting is my favorite and Amazon. I've spent too much money on lights. Um, (laughs) But I I have like a marquee outside my room that I set up a different message every day. um, Welcoming in or giving a a little clue about what we're doing that day in the game. Um, And then the back of my room is this big Mario wall with like it boxes is, that i wrapped and yeah. it is amazing if you it's go, pretty cool if you go check <laughs> out his twitter you'll you'll see pictures of it. it is it it talk about a room transformation so yeah that is amazing fun. so if you if you could let everybody know a little bit about what is your game what do you what do you what do you have on your second second grade game first year teacher yes holy yes. cow what do you got going on well, okay, so it's it's really changed, and I think I have an idea now what it's going to look like um, and what the whole purpose is. But we've got um, they are we started out as sailing the high seas because you know yeah. I I kind of couldn't decide on a theme uh, because I wanted to hit up so much. I already had like a Mario unit made and a Pokemon unit made. Um, so I was like, okay, we can be sailing. We'll land on different, you know, islands, different lands, and have different bosses, things like that. Um, and so as I got it, got further into it, I started becoming a little more creative with it, um, not using Mario or Pokemon, but something, you know, I would use images and then make up my own story sure. to it. Yeah. Um, so then we moved basically, you know, we did these pre-made games. They, that's probably good for them because it's something they recognize and, uh, got them into it. And then 
we landed, uh, we battled the Kraken, uh, which, or Kraken, I don't know how people say it, but I say Kraken with my kids. And then our ship sunk and we ended up in Atlantis. <gasps> yes. That's which was awesome. really awesome. That and I used, so awesome. uh, have you ever seen, uh, or played Bioshock? Yes. So I used images and music from that. So it was like 1920s, you know, art deco and, um, and then I used the second Bioshock where they go up to Columbia, which is up in the sky. Um, so we, we went up and then now we're in outer space. So we're oh, landing man. on different planets. Yeah. How, do, how, I mean, like, are your, how are your kids, how is this resonating with the kids? Oh my gosh, they love it. They love it. And, and we actually, the other day I passed out post-it notes and I took a poll, um, on what was their favorite level and they could list it in order just to see what you know, their opinions were. And uh, it's just, it was interesting seeing which levels resonated with which kids. Sure. Because uh, it was all over the place. So. That's really good feedback and like that you're allowing your second graders to like have that sort of, I don't want to say input, but but it is input, right? Because totally, you're gonna, yeah. You're going to take that data and think about that next unit or the unit down the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because one of my kids, when we were up in uh, the Cloud City, he comes up to me and he's like, Mr. Watkin, I think we were in the sea and now we're in the sky and I think we're going to outer space. And I was like, maybe. And then we went to outer space. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. But I mean, just that their gears are turning and that they feel like they're on this mission. Totally. Um, I mean, again, they're just the power of their imagination is mm-hmm. so endless. Yeah. Um, so in your class, what, I mean, I'm assuming a nice mix of boys and girls. Yeah. 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 Uh, pretty even. Um, are you going with like, who's more into it? Well, yeah. So I'm just, I get that a lot that like, right. It's, it's one of the myths I put at the beginning of the book, you know, that, that games are, you know, that's a myth that it's a boy's interest right. thing. And totally. I know in the sixth grade perspective, my girls love it. I know in older grades, they love it. I'm curious here as a window into your classroom. Yes. Um, Okay. So at the beginning, I was concerned too, uh, especially because these are second graders and just coming into a classroom with a guy teacher. Some of them were nervous and I heard that from parents. Uh, But they're a great example. There's this one girl who was really shy and she cried in the morning sometimes for her mom and she can comes in with a different complaint you know my one morning my entire body is hurting mr watkin <laughs> i'm like okay uh but she she really didn't talk to people so i just i felt like she wasn't going to get into it well as i was talking about it she looked like terrified but she's also super smart and super good and so she's actually at the top of the leaderboard and she is killing it now. Now she's like coming up with strategies. Like we, we trade our battle badges, you know, they're allowed to trade. And one kid comes up to me and goes, Hey, I just traded Lucy. I think this card's really rare. I'm like, okay, cool. Cause they always come up to me. And then I walk by Lucy's desk and She's sitting there with a whole bunch of uh, – the music teacher gives out huff bucks. They're like, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. they buy something at the end. And she has a mountain of huff bucks on her desk, and she has this evil smile on. She's like, 
I just traded all of his huff bucks for this card. <laughs> I love it. Go, girl. You go. I love it. My kids do the same sort of thing. Like I have uh, right now the top of my leaderboard. Uh, she uh, got these things that will let her have a note card on the test. She okay. doesn't really need a note card on the test. She pretty much has more than passed all of my tests. Uh, so... Uh, she just decided like, well, there are other people in the room that this is very valuable to, but it's like no Sorry. value to her. And she kept her sort of poker face on <laughs> when trading with these other people. Cause literally like she does not need this at all. In fact, making the note card would just be more work for her and she doesn't need to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's um, awesome. And same, same thing. Evil smile on her face when she came up to me. She's like, <laughs> look what I got. Boom. Yep. Yep, it's all the strategy, and especially second grade, uh, they they're not thinking like that. Like thinking for yourself is such a big skill. So, you know, the first couple training times, a girl told another girl, like, "Hey, you should give me that one too, because I bet she'll get another one today." And she just gave it to, her. and the one's like, "It's not fair. She tricked me." I said, "No, you just didn't think. You, you know, you gotta develop some strategy." So. That kind of leads me to my next question is, you know, in the second grade classroom, in your second grade classroom, mm -hmm. you know, are you feeling like you're getting some, I don't know, life skills or extra skills over and above, you know, the ABCs of school? Absolutely. Um, what I love, um, and, and nothing against, I have so many great teachers in my school, but I feel like my kids are getting stuff that are that's beyond the standards because I'm using the game to teach them the standards and the content, but my theme sometimes has things that are above. So like um, the first planet we landed on, I knew we were doing fossils. So I had them land on this planet and it was a lot like Earth. It was just a little warmer and there was one massive continent and it was called Pangea. And the kids didn't know that that was the supercontinent. So we went through this whole level and we're studying fossils and they were studying the fossils of Pangea. And then we got to the end of it and I, you know, I just started a lesson. They didn't realize it was connected. And I, I'm talking about how we look at South America and Africa, they fit together. So here, why don't you piece together the pieces? And when they figured out, and there were kids in there that figured out, oh my gosh, this is Pangea. Uh, but when I said that, because what I did was I said, okay, so this Earth really did have one massive continent, and I'll show you what it looked like. And I pulled up the image that I'd been using the entire level for Pangea, and their faces, their mind was blown. So <laughs> that's awesome. That's just that something they'll never forget, you know. And 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 it's second grade, and. I know a lot of adults that don't know that. So I think it's the thing I like worth is it. being a second grade teacher. It sounds like you, you can use real content as the game. Totally. And, and like, they don't, <laughs> they don't, they don't, don't get it. They yeah. don't get it yet. And then it's always like at the end, it's like, Oh, this actually is a place. This is a thing. This is real. It's real. Yeah. Real life. That's so, so and, awesome. and it hadn't been real up to that point. You know, we'd been doing, like we were in a haunted castle, we were in Atlantis, and they knew that was a legend. And we talked about folk tales then. So uh, I tried to 
link it, but this was the most linked, and it was just awesome seeing their faces. They had their minds were blown. I love it. That's that's an incredible story. I dig it. Now, uh, next sort of thing I wanted to ask you, as it is your first year, um, I guess the the million dollar question is: Will you continue to gamify next year? At this point, I've invested too much time and too much money. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I will. I I really like it, and like a lot of people say, like it gets me up in the morning, you know, and it it um, motivates me because I, like I said, I'm really creative, and I think even if I wasn't doing gamification, there would have to be some sort of theme or something like that. Um, but I'll definitely continue this because I know first graders who are excited to get in my room. Um, yeah. The, Word you of know, mouth. It's spread. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm the one guy teacher. So it's like that guy teacher with the Mario room. So can you imagine, I, it's fun. Can you imagine next year's kids coming to your class and you just took all that down and was just like, <laughs> and we're going to. What just, a disappointment. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's good. I will say, as somebody that has gamified for several years now, it will become easier, Mm -hmm. but it will never become less intentional. And if you were paying attention earlier in the podcast, you know those words are synonymous. Intentional. Yeah. Intentional means a lot of work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I I, I am spending a lot of work uh, or time doing a lot of work in developing these things, but... I have it all on Google Drive in different folders, you know, for each unit. So I feel like next year it's just going to be. It will be easier. It it won't be take and teach, but I have literally full. I have side quests developed for each one and they're all Google Slides and you click here. It's just I've I've done so much work this year that it's going to pay off. And if I do anywhere near the amount of work I've been doing, it's going to grow so much so like we said if you start little it'll grow and it'll get big in time yeah i mean i hope everyone listening like heard jacob's message there because that is so on point i mean gamification where i'm joking and saying it never becomes less intentional it's it's because because he has all this done next year he can use a lot of the same side quests and now it is just a click of a button when he wants to say like post this side quest or print this side quest out, whatever. Those are done. Right. But now he's. what I've found is he's going to find himself pushing himself further. But he did free up all that time, though, because he's no longer now making, you know, yeah. these side I quests. I have the basics. So, like, when I fall off, because there have been times I didn't fall off, but I just didn't have a side, co- side quest for a while. But now it's like I don't have to make one for there to be one, you know. Yep. It's yep. just... The other thing I got to say to you and everybody else, don't like beat yourself up. Like the thing I, one of the things that's very forgiving about gamification is the game always is changing and the kids do not know what was Mm -hmm. supposed to be here. So where you're like, Oh, I dropped the ball. I was hoping to have three side quests for that. Like read aloud. We did, but they don't know that. Well, funny story. The whole Atlantis unit, I had, okay, I had a completely different idea. Actually, I had barely any idea. And a lot of times there's on YouTube, there are ambient videos of yep. 
video games. So I'll have that up as they come in. Well, I had one from Bioshock, and I didn't realize that about five minutes in it, robots start walking through, and the kids are like, oh my gosh, there's a robot on the screen. I had nothing. I'm like, well, what do you think they're there for? I wonder what that could mean. And they became our boss for, you know, Atlantis. There were these robots created and, you know, That's it was the whole storyline. Spectacular. I love yes. they, they You just ran with that creative juice that just sort of <laughs> hit you like adrenaline in that moment. And Absolutely. you made it, it work all the time. Yeah, and it works. So, you know, being agile and nimble in your game like that, um, a lot of times people are stuck on the like structure of a game and feel really boxed in and it's yeah it's just like any other teaching is the the flexibility you can just do whatever you want especially when they're young because even if you mention something they may forget it and just go with whatever you're doing (laughs) i love it yeah yeah that's fantastic (laughs) um so i mean i love to hear that you're gonna do it some more i think that organization's huge that you've made sure you sort of kept all that stuff i am not the most organized human being, however. No, neither am I. However, but Go- in, Google Drive. <laughs> I was gonna say, in certain aspects, and in my game, I have since the beginning made sure there was always like a Realm of Nobles folder, and then in there, one per like unit or level. Um, and I mean, I just because it's money in the bank. It's nice when I'm in a pinch. Shoot, I don't have what I thought I was gonna have time to make this year. Oh. Here are like five great side quests that I can just boom. Right, right. Be ready to be ready to roll. You know, I was actually going to ask you something, and maybe That's other fine. people are interested. Um, I make those cards on that website, the, mm-hmm. the MTG Cardsmith, and I laminate them, and they have them in their folders, and they trade them. At the end of the game, um, I'm still not sure, like if they should take them or if I should maybe give them one, maybe they can have the, the chance to buy one of them and it, it you know may lower their XP on the final score, but they can have a card. So what do you do? I do not let them out of my sight after that. Yeah. So what I do at the end of the year, I say they're worth a bunch of points. So like, like, Hey guys, I need to turn in your binders. Cause like this, this weekend I'm going to be totaling it all up. Uh, and their badges are worth points and those are on their binder and then the items are inside and those are worth some points. So, and then they never get them back because I'm afraid they're going to like give their little brother a thousand. True. Yeah, that's true too. I didn't think about that, but they've already been asking like, do we get to keep them at the end? So if I was in your case, I I don't know. Your kids seem so sweet and they're little and sweet that they wouldn't cheat, but maybe you could like clip the corner. Okay, so that we know. So you know, like any corner clipped one. Okay, yeah, because yeah. I figure I'm gonna have to make some more anyway. Because like, even if I have the same bosses, I on on mine, it's like if you pass, if you if you get a perfect score on a test, you get like a rare card. Uh, so they maybe may, let them, yeah, yeah. Let them, maybe let them save one, so you don't have to like remake thousand cards you know exactly yeah i'll have most of them and then just reprint a couple and then like i said clip that corner or make them sign the back or something so that you know or okay that's that's a good idea maybe you could sign it like a yearbook i could sign it yeah and put their name and then yeah that's true 
then you know that anyone that you signed and they signed, it's out. Boom. Well, Boom. unfortunately, our time is up. Womp, womp, womp. Ooh, you almost Can you that. play that instead of the reflection music? It was I was gonna say like you almost played it over the reflection music because here we are. Okay, here it comes. <laughs> oh, isn't that isn't that lovely? It's beautiful. So today's quote I think perfectly harnesses what we're talking about and hopefully inspires us all. Uh this is a Chinese proverb. You ready? I'm so ready. Okay. To get through the <laughs> hardest journey, we need to take only one step at a time. But we must keep on stepping. Yes. Boom. Yes. How does that hit you? It hits me right where it's hits. It, you know, all that. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, that is perfect. First year. It's every, every day is... Uh, not a struggle, but it's a marathon. It's like, you know, sometimes I don't have the full week planned even, you know, it's day by day. Um, but I'm doing it. It's almost spring break. I haven't died or quit yet. Um, so I consider that a mini success. Uh, it's just, it's a long-term thing. So I got to keep going. Um, try to, try to keep doing what I've been doing. Uh, to be honest with you, I didn't think I'd make it this far in the year still doing a game. I thought that would be one of the first things to fall off, but it hasn't. So like we've said, if I keep doing it one step at a time next year, it's going to be so much easier. Um, so just keep it up. Keep, keep going. That's awesome. I have to agree. I mean, I love the quote, hardest journey, one step at a time keep on stepping it's amazing how so many things in life i feel are like super tough they're big big mountains to climb big things to climb but again just every day putting a little energy towards it it's amazing how far you get um and i think sometimes i forget that sometimes it's mm -hmm. easy to yeah. just say we, we you know we can't do that thing that's too big too hard yeah right you can chip away yeah that's right well, uh, thank you very much, Jacob, for joining Well Played today. Uh, it was great having Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yeah, I, it's been great to connect with you and uh, and anybody else who wants to connect with me, Mr. at Mr. underscore Watkin. I'd love to. I really am enjoying Twitter and all the educators I'm meeting. So. Yeah, so please, you know, connect with Jacob. And uh, on that note, please connect on explorelikeapirate.com. Or check out my new YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Mr. Matera. We'd love to see you interact there. Uh, everybody, thanks for listening. Have a great week. It's always an honor having you listen, learn, and play with us. So enjoy the week and play on.